six in the morning episode episode 46 art activism and teaching hey what's going on this is luis what's up everybody this is rafael yes and uh, we linked up in this episode with bard college i've had the honor to co-lecture a course 
um and it's been great it's been amazing and we've taken time this episode to actually interview a large portion of the students and also the professor dr andrea quaid it's just been a great opportunity to have an engagement with uh young people who are in the verge of becoming uh, full-time educators here in southern california and so we just felt that we wanted to link up this is our what third time third time doing it yeah yeah third time where we linked up our show with an actual class um the first two times we worked with uc davis shout out to uc davis and he's and uh, this time around we linked up with bard college here in the koreatown area of los angeles and uh we're going to not spend a lot of time talking nope <laughs> and we're going to spend a lot more time listening to our the students within the class itself answer some Variance, que various questions that are specific to their experiences uh, within their teacher credential program and also within campuses throughout Southern California as they prepare to become full-time teachers. And importantly, we also included music for the most part that the actual students within the classroom had suggested. For the most part. <laughs> yeah, we also put in some uh, new material in here that includes K-Dot, Joey Badass, Styles P, Talib Kweli. A lot of good music that dropped this week. It's just been amazing. Uh, run for 2017 with hip-hop thus far even some mr kamasi washington what yes some great music so um we'll be actually uh linking you up with the actual credits of the actual songs that we'll be playing online uh but we're not definitely going to be talking about any of the songs throughout the episode only because again we want to concentrate this episode with the actual interviews of the students sounds good so with that being said let's get started yeah check out these people that are in charge of molding our young minds <laughs> it's, it's been great and again uh shout out to everybody in the class it's been a great experience and um i guess we'll start off with the first question that we've asked uh everyone to answer was uh number one how has the process of being an educator been for you thus far my name is ari carpel i'm uh studying to become a high school english teacher it's been fascinating and difficult and exhausting. <laughs> I, um, I love it. I feel like I get a total rush, like a huge adrenaline rush when I'm teaching. There's something, you have to be so present because there's so much going on with the kids and there's, it's constant interaction and constant like trying to hold their attention or trying to get them to focus on something else. And there's all the always moving parts and constant change, which I feel like in my previous career, I learned on a sort of macro level about change as ongoing, as, as change is always happening but I feel like on a micro level, change is happening in teaching all the time because you literally never know from one minute to the next what's gonna happen. And you can't be a perfectionist because every time you plan, quote, the perfect lesson, something's gonna happen. The kids respond differently or they're not responding. And then you have to figure out a way to make it work. My name is Elizabeth Crawford and I go by Lizzie. And I started the BARD MAT program last July. Um, I moved here from New York City. It's been good. 
and interesting. Um, so very stimulating. I feel like my peers and I in the program have changed over time. Um, when I was in school, I just remember being talked to a lot, people saying lots of information, and I had this feeling of safe kind of like invisibility, you know, like I could just kind of slide by. And, um, and I am learning that um, there are all these different new uh, methods of teaching and learning where this, the people um, were really asking the students what they think and we're being asked what we think in the same process so you have to be willing to share your ideas and you have to be able to do that to, to ask the students to be vulnerable in that way too and to really try to get the students to come to their own ideas from themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's a big, that's been a big shift for me. Um, just that simple process of really getting the students to speak from their own perspective. And it, it really wasn't something that I feared in my I got so many theories and suspicions I'm diagnosed with real nigga conditions Today is the day I follow my intuition Keep the family close, get money for bitches I double parked the Austin in the red My mama told me that I'ma work myself to death My girl told me don't let these hoes get in my head My world been ecstatic, I checked the signal that red buzzing Radars is buzzing Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Buzzing Radars is buzzing Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Interviews wanna know my thoughts and opinions Fox News wanna use my name for percentage My latest news is my niece, she worth living See me on the TV and scream, that's Uncle Kendrick Yeah, that's the business Somebody tell Gerardo this nigga got some ambition I'm not a politician, I'm not about a religion I'm a Israelite, don't call me black no more That word is only a color, it ain't facts no more My cousin Carl, my cousin Carl Duff words that know my worth And Deuteronomy say that we all been cursed I know he walks the earth But it's money to get, bitches to hit Yeah, zeros to flip, temptation is Yeah, first on my list, I can't resist Yeah Everyone together now, know that we forever buzzing Radars is buzzing Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Buzzing Radars is buzzing Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah 
Second question, what informs your teaching pedagogy thus far? Hi. Uh, my name is Martha Chudy. I'm in the literature cohort at Bard. Mm, honestly, my own interests kind of inform what I teach and how I teach and um, uh, especially because of the election, um, I feel like everyone has been more aware of politics, especially adults, um, uh, because politics is really starting to infringe on our, our personal lives in a way that it ha hasn't um, as obviously, you know. Um, so it, it really necessitates teachers who are teaching their students to think critically. Um, so it, it gives another meaning to the importance of close reading um, and interrogating a source. My name is Ana Costa. And I am a lit um, master student. Master, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I would want my classroom to be very much like where students are like having classroom discussions, where they actually have a voice, where they're actually not not just sitting in rows um, answering like text-based questions. Like I feel like I want them to work together to like form like not just friendships, but form like a good classroom environment for themselves because they're gonna be there for eight, nine months. So I would want them to be in a comfortable space and for them to create their own classroom space. So for them just to be able to not take over the class, but just have like the freedom to do what they feel they should be, like get whatever they feel they should be learning in the classroom. Obviously, you know, with my support, but I would want there to be like more voices in the classroom. And where I'm at right now, it feels like there's just one voice and everyone is like silent. So they don't have that, um, they don't have the opportunity to talk about issues that are happening around them that may be affecting them or maybe affecting their families. They're very much restricted to that, um, to just like coming in, reading, writing, and that's it. Like there is no community in that, in my opinion. Always wanted to have superpowers, you know. Uh. It's for my people trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive a world so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our hero? For my people, yeah. It's for my people. Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Who would take a stand in me? Uh, now all heroes don't wear capes And all villains don't get away but all limits eventually fade I don't wanna be good, nigga, I'm trying to be great It's hard when your back's against the wall And if you got it order, keep your feet up on the floor So I thank the Lord when I wake up in the morn Cause to and from the world of every reason I was born You can see the power when the mic is in my palm When I storm across the room, hit the stage and perform What is born, don't be alone Don't let me have to sign the horn and drop a bomb Wanna get my mama crit, well alone 
and then my future kids can run the ball. So I always do my best to carry on. Life is like a game of chess to be a pawn, my It's nigga. For my people, trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive a world so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our hero? For my people, yeah. It's for my people. It's a bird, it's a plane No, it's the young black guard living out his dreams What you mean? I've been up on the ultralight light beam They don't wanna see you fly, they just gonna shoot your wings Everything, it would have seen Pushing all these dirty cops who come clean Still swerving on the city blocks For one thing, I made this cop a 30 shot Protect the team, know what I mean? Music is a form of expression I'ma use mine just to teach you a lesson Rule one, this microphone's a weapon I'm shooting out the actions manifesting in my passion Never resting, I'm surpassing the expectancy of life In my direction, man, that section ain't depressing Hard to be progressing through recession and depression Not to mention that they had a self-blocked Never since an adolescent all my people Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Take a stand and be our hero For my people, yeah It's for my people Savages, the 
murder, maim, and rape mine. Talk about a revolution, dripping from a grapevine, a flickering of a flame if you strangle it from behind. 3,000 bodies in the streets of Oklahoma, the nerve of a slave thinking he can be an owner, nigga. You better know your place, stay the fuck under the covers cause the pole don't play. The police guy, Dylan Root Burger King, right after murdering nine black people in church, huh? The bitch, if you protest, your grandmama know best, but tons break bones and them dog bites hurt. Roof, 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 concrete in a hard place, hope that luck is on your side, cause I know that the odds ain't if your melanin is live. So power in your eyes, you a diamond in the mind, and the pressure just don't break, cause even if you grind from a slave trade behind, they can kill you in the streets and take a full pain off day. Myers McEnroe, um, Bard MIT student. I'm in the history department, but I'm getting credentialed in both English and history. I feel like creativity is such an important part of the education process, like giving kids the freedom to, you know, research something specific that jumps out to them as opposed to just sort of um, trying to do trying to make sure that everyone's just learning the same established head of facts. But I also think, you know, reading and um, reading poetry and, and looking at pieces of visual art, listening to music, there's so many ways that um, art can be incorporated into the educational process. I think music is a great thing to um, sort of stimulate engagement in, in material and content, even if it's not necessarily related. Like I've been observing this teacher who plays music every time the, as the kids are entering the classroom. And, you know, sometimes he talks about who's playing, sometimes he doesn't, but it always feels like it sort of sets this really positive tone um, that I admire.
able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nubs. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Uh, I'm Cameron Town, and I'm in the Bard MAT um, history cohort, becoming a history teacher. Art and education, I think you know, now that I've had some time to think about it, it's like, it's really hard to separate those two things because um, there's an art to education. Um, and I think that no matter what the discipline, but especially in the humanities, I mean, it's always informed by this sort of creative um, impulse. And like that creative impulse might manifest itself as a painting or your interpretation of a text. And those are both acts of creativity. And I really think, like, especially because, again, like, we're not teaching adults. Like, there has to be a room for play and for fun. And, like, that, I think that cre creative element, the artistic element, is really important. And then from a more, like, formal artistic perspective, like, art, um, art, like, poetry or music or, you know, whatever, it, it allows us to like access parts of ourselves that we can't access in something like a textbook. Like, 
there's just these sort of boring words on a page. But like poetry, it's, it's so completely different. Like sometimes we don't even know what it means, but it makes us feel a certain way. And like, you know, I can remember poems that I've read much better than any textbook that I've ever read, so. Every single human being 
has a story and we all have the capacity to create something artistic, whether it's visual, auditory, that, that represents who we are. So I think art and education go hand in hand. And I think it's, it's important to have art in the classroom, even if your classrooms, even if your class is not like art-based. I think projects where students are given the opportunity to be creative, that always sparks this this sort of like neuron in their brain that like maybe isn't so exercised as often as other parts of the brain. So I think when you when you tell students, okay, you're gonna create a poster, already these like ideas and all these like methods of like description and color and words, like everything just sort of comes together in their minds and, and, and they create something beautiful. Sin rumbo, la energía negativa yo la derrumbo Con mis pezuñas de cordero Me propuse a recorrer el continente entero Sin brújula, sin tiempo, sin agenda Inspirado por las leyendas Por historias empaquetadas en lata Por los cuentos que la luna relata Aprendí a caminar sin mapa A irme de caminata Sin comodidades, sin lujo Protegido por los santos y los brujos Aprendí a escribir en mi libreta y con un mismo idioma sacudir todo el planeta aprendí que mi pueblo todavía reza porque las autoridades y la realeza todavía se mueven por debajo de la mesa aprendí a tragarme la depresión con cerveza mi patrono yo lo escupo desde las montañas y con mi propia saliva enveneno su champaña Enveneno su champaña Sonrisa, yo veo una guerrilla, una aventura, un movimiento 
tu lenguaje, tu acento Yo quiero descubrir lo que ya estaba descubierto Ser un emigrante, ese es mi deporte Hoy me voy pa'l norte, sin pasaporte, sin transporte A pie con las patas, pero no importa Este hombre se hidrata con lo que retratan mis pupilas Cargo con un par de paisajes en mi mochila Cargo con vitamina de clorofila Cargo con un rosario que me vigila Sueño con cruzar el meridiano Resbalando por las cuerdas del 4 de Aureliano Y llegarle tempranito, temprano a la orilla Por el desierto con los pies a la parrilla Vamos por debajo de la tierra como las ardillas Yo voy a cruzar la muralla Yo soy un intruso con identidad de recluso Y por eso me convierto en buzo Y buceo por debajo de la tierra Pa' que no me vean los guardias y los perros no me huelan Abuela no se preocupe Que en mi cuello cuelga la virgen de la Guadalupe Sea como un llamado de voluntad y esperanza para todos, 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 todos. Round four. Can activism play a role in the classroom? Oh, yeah. First, uh, my name is Elisa Contreras. <laughs> um, well, I'm currently doing student teaching at John Lathy Middle School. I remember being very stuck, and um, after I graduated college, um, I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And then I, that's when I did City Year, and that's when I was exposed to working more closely with with young students. And that's where I, uh, at Lethe, that's where I was a student, uh, City Year. And when I was when I was exposed to them and like uh, their experiences, and because they, you know, they built so much trust in me, and they would, you know, they would share all these things with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to be with these people. Like I want to be able to teach. Uh, or not like teach, but like work with these students because they have so much to teach me, and like, and um, and like this can only turn into something amazing, you know, and if if they have like the the right people and not teachers who are constantly pushing them out, because um, unfortunately that was my experience. Like in one of the classrooms, was a, a teacher who was constantly just um, disregarding everything that was impacting them, and it was like a very, uh, I guess, punitive space instead of a space where they could learn actually um so yeah so for me it was that like i feel like i always thought you know the classroom is the perfect space to decolonize your mind uh like it's like um because i kept thinking there's so many injustices in this world um how are we gonna like how do we even begin to fix anything like there's just so much and then i thought like well the people who got me thinking about this were my teachers uh, and I was a student, a high school student, and 
even as a middle school student, I remember we had the representatives from my high school go in and introduce the small learning communities, and they introduced the social justice learning community. And they, um, I remember the presenter was saying, like, yeah, women make um, less than men do, and then uh, and uh, we would, we will learn about activists such as like Martin Luther King, and and I, I think she even mentioned Sister Chavez. And so I remember uh, one of my friends said. No, I wouldn't want to join that one because if you're an activist, you know you you um you get killed is what she said, and I and that scared me because I was just a scary cat. Then I was like, oh my gosh, like uh, like will I turn into an activist who will eventually get killed? <laughs> and that was the mindset of an eight an eighth grader at that time. But I ended up in a, that small learning community, and it's just it's interesting to me, like reflecting in that moment, like how young, um, at such a, such a young age, like the things that are put in our minds, like. For my friend to think that, like, no, if you're gonna try to change anything, you're just gonna die. Which honestly, some it's kind of true. You know, we like we are all constantly put in this position where you know, any in any space we enter, it's such a it's 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 so emotion. It's okay. It's heavy. It's emotionally heavy. It drains your mind. It's exhausting and. It only t I like I already told one of my friends. It's like honestly, like I'm pretty sure I've already you know reduced my lifespan because of how stressful it is to just even think about it sometimes. Um, but yeah, eventually you know we don't, it's it's a harsh reality. But unfortunately, we do die uh, sooner than the average. Um, but it's yeah. So to think of it, to think of it in that way at such a young age, though it's so limiting. Like oh well, no, I'm just gonna die if I even like bother to do anything about it. And then moving forward, when I actually did go into that learning community, my teachers, like you know, they were, they like, I mean, I can't say all of them, but for most, most of them, brought in that knowledge. Like that's when I learned about colonization, and that's where I began to even um, think about the way I eat, think about the way I uh, take care of myself, uh, and and all those things that I didn't think about, um, and then my own identity. Like I didn't. You know, after leaving Mexico, you know, I thought, yeah, I'm just Mexican. Then, with the exposure of my teachers, or like the uh, type of things or knowledge that my teachers exposed me to, then I learned, like, you know, I'm not just Mexican. I'm Zapotecan too, uh, or not too, but I'm actually Zapotecan. Mexican is so problematic, and so all these things that uh, helped me even um, shape, like, I guess even like reshape, or just allowed me to find my own identity and. Um, empower myself in that way and not feel so like like uh, that shame especially growing up with um, like growing up as an immigrant like you know immigrant parents and all that um, stigma of fear and you know constantly fearing deportation and so it was more of like a yeah I became I became empowered and then I realized like well like reflecting on my own growth I was like well I know not everyone has parents who support them I, I was fortunate that I did I was fortunate that I had teachers who gave, who allowed me to feel empowered, and they exposed me to so much uh, knowledge. And that's why I was like, well, yeah, you know, that was where they pretty much worked towards decolonizing my mind. I can't say it's fully decolonized. Obviously, it's super difficult to do that. But you know, to put me in in a position of wanting to do something, and I think that's kind of what I, no, that's what I aspire to do as as a teacher is. Bring in all this, all this material that will allow students to feel empowered in the same way that my teachers did for me.
The number seven is the seeker, the thinker, the searcher of truth. The seven doesn't take anything at face value. It is always trying to understand the underlying hidden truths. The seven knows that nothing is exactly as it seems and that reality is often hidden behind illusion. They put the horns to Yeah, I dropped science of writing an old Ryan on the ride with God. But he letting me co-pilot. Jedi do I die if you ever to profile him. Now that's that shit that you ain't know that you need. The gangsters and the poets, yeah, we know what it be. Planting these fields of reality, we sowing the seeds. There's no games like Atari, cause we not playing with niggas. Now that's that shit that you ain't know that you need. Grow some, smoke some, cause we rolling the trees. I got the ghost as a quarterback, he throw it to me. It's no This is MC glowing, y'all. Now that's that shit that you ain't know that you need. The gangsters and the poets, yeah, we know what it be. Planting these fields of reality, we sowing the seeds. There's no games like Atari, cause we not playing with 
that shit that you ain't know that you need Grow some, smoke some, cause we rollin' the trees I got the ghost as a quarterback, he throw it to me It's no games like Serrani, cause we not playin' with niggas question is actually the big question, right? So what is your life mission as an educator? Hi, my name is Andrea Quaid, and I'm a professor here at Bard College MAT program, Los Angeles. My life mission as an educator is for students to realize their full potential, whatever that might be. And so for students or anyone who, if we work together, to be able to start to identify what they want to do um, and to find the way to do it. So I think it's about identification and maybe opening up a horizon that was um, not necessarily, uh, maybe it wasn't knowable before and that comes from my own place where I came from of um, not knowing that certain roads were open to me um, and then also by access. I think that's a big part and that trying to to denaturalize these roads to um, higher achievement within, whether it's within academia or in the job, in, in jobs or um, in any type of system like that, to to show that how access happens, um, and then also the bigger the bigger uh, uh, part is about that the critical thinking component that comes from that's informed by the feminist pedagogy, critical pedagogy, uh, questioning what we receive as a given, what we receive as common sense, and being able to ask meaningful questions in order to change, change the world as it is right now. Uh, my name is David Moran, uh, originally from Minneapolis, moved to Los Angeles about six years ago. My wife is from here. and. Uh, careers before getting into deciding I wanted to be a teacher. I don't think I don't know yet. I think that would be that's the most honest answer I have. I don't know yet. You know, in in uh, probably going before I even started, you know, there, there was some idea of affecting change at a real sort of tangible level, um, where you're really interacting with people who are gonna grow up and change you know, change the world in whatever just because we all change the world just by the way we live um, and you're going to help them develop into who they're going to be. Um, I don't know if I feel quite so grandly about it now. Uh, I do think that's what teachers do, but I don't know if that's really so much of a mission as it is a side effect almost. I mean, it's almost like our job as teachers is more limited than that and whatever happens is what happens, but it's not like not like we're necessarily out there, you know. I want to make a new generation of, of better people who care. I mean, we, we do want that, but what we want is to is much smaller than that to begin with. Uh, my name is Nelson Miranda, and I'm a student in the Bard graduate program for teaching, and I'm in the history discipline. I, I want kids to question everything. Um, before all the fake news stuff, um, when I started thinking about becoming a teacher, 
I was thinking about why, like what I wanted to do or why I wanted to do it. Um, and a big turning point in my education personally was learning how to be critical and, and not take things at face value and through the study of history especially because that's what I studied. So I wanted to be able to teach kids to do the same and to question things and it's, it's really interesting how things are playing out because I think there's there's implications for that there that I didn't I didn't see any of this coming and I think that um, what I wanted to do then um, it's important for me to do now as a teacher so more of that developing a, like a pedagogical standpoint to, from which to do
Funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, way belligerent and drunk Talking out his head, philosophing on what the Lord had done He said, kid, I can you pray for me? It been a fucked up day for me I know that you anointed, show me how to overcome He was looking for some closure, hoping I can bring him closer to the spiritual My spirit do no better, but I told him I can sugarcoat the answer for you This is how I feel, if somebody killed my son, that means somebody getting killed Tell me what you do for love, loyalty and passion enough All the memories collected, moments you can never touch I went in front of niggas Spot and watch him hit his block I catch a nigga leaving service if that's all I got I chip a nigga then throw the floor in his lap Walk myself to the court like bitch I did that Ain't no black power when your baby killed by a coward I can even keep the peace Don't you fuck up one of hours It be murder in the street It be bodies in the hour Get a rabbit on the street Paramedics on the dial Let somebody touch my mama Touch my sister Touch my woman Touch my daddy Touch my niece Touch my nephew Touch my brother You should chip a nigga then throw the floor in his lap Matter of fact, I'm about to speak at this convention, call you back. Alright, kids, we're gonna talk about gun control. Pray for me. Offices, banks, employees, and bosses with homicidal thoughts. Donald Trump's in office. We lost Barack and promised to never doubt him again. But is America honest or do we bask in sin? Pass the chin. I mix it with American blood. Then bash your men. You crippin' or you married to blood? I'll ask again. Oops, accident. It's nasty when you set us up, then roll a dice, then bet us up. You overnight, the big rifles, then tell Fox to be scared of us. Gang members or terrorists, etc., etc. America's reflections of me, that's what America does. It's not a place, this country is to be a sound of drama.
win. Word.